What up, survivors? Welcome to D180, the horror movie podcast, taking you on a ride. Thanks for riding with us. I'm AJ. And I'm Brittany. And Johnny is actually living her best life right now, but she'll check in later. We hope she's having fun in Vegas. I hope she actually got to um, do some of the activities she wanted to do and not get too drunk and miss out on everything. But so far, it seems like she's fine. (laughs) So we're just going to go right ahead and move on with our next movie in September's theme. Let's play a game. Where every movie this month includes a game that you cannot tap out of, so don't be a little bitch. Damn, not don't be a little bitch. Why can't why can't they be anything else? Because I'm gonna tell look, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. I hate okay. I I just hate when we playing a game and someone is losing and all of a sudden they wanna quit. Cause what? You know what? You remember in Among Us, people used to do that shit all the time when they were they were losing and they got voted out because they were like, to "That's the impo- that's the off. imposter," and they couldn't play the game good enough where no one would believe them. So they just be like, "Fuck it, I'm leaving." I'm like, "That's the point of this game is gaslighting and manipulation. You can't get you exactly. can't be mad because you ain't good at it." Exactly. That used to piss me all the way off. I'm like, "Bruh," and it would it would be fun because it used to be like a bunch of us in the room. Like it was literally a lot of us and it was people you knew. So it was more fun when you're playing with a whole group of people you knew. I still play Among Us. I'm not gonna lie to you, I still and play you it. know, in relation with today's ride, manipulate your friends, eliminate your enemies. Oh, wait a minute. We got our producer in the building. Hey, Coco. Hey. So Coco decided to join us, and this was before we found out John May wasn't going to be here, but this is perfect because what better way to, you know, fill in the space than have our very own producer on the store. (laughs) You can keep up with us on our socials at D180Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you know what? If you want that exclusive-ass content or, you know, maybe not to hear Maslow in the back, you can join us on Patreon. You can find all links in the show notes below. So today's movie, we are talking about 2005's Cry underscore Wolf. Let me tell you something. The fact that this has an underscore in the title sends me because anytime I give somebody my Instagram name, that's exactly how I say it. I say underscore, who is she? But I mean... That's actually the name, though. So I guess you couldn't say it any other way because somebody took it before I got to it. I should pull a Rihanna and try to, like, get it back, but it's fine. Damn, homie, I'm sorry. Um, I was telling AJ that, too. I said, like, uh, when we were texting about it, and she's like, I love how you put the underscore in the title. I'm like, you need the underscore. I love a good underscore. Well, because I had been seeing in other places, like, you know me, once I watch a movie, I have to, like, watch reviews and behind-the-scenes things. The behind-the-scenes things would have it, but, like, other reviews, it would just be regular. And it didn't hit me until um, I saw, like, the the behind-the-scenes things and started pulling the posters for future social media that it actually was an underscore in there. So um, this movie is currently streaming on Prime, if you want to pay for it. Other than that, watch it be out once the episode drops. Watch. 
or in October they're gonna drop it. That's when the new movies come out. That is that's exactly what's gonna happen. It most definitely was on HBO Max like a month or two ago. Yeah, it and was. then I remember seeing it on there too. Because if you look up Cry Wolf stream, you can still find the link for HBO Max to watch Cry Wolf. Yeah, but you can't watch it. And on and on Prime, if you click on it. I thought I told her this. Oh, never mind. Sorry. In Prime, if you click on it, it goes to um. You can't watch it. Oh yeah, the show let me rent it. And then let me tell you something, Prime. Let me tell you something. Don't you ever. I don't care if my rental time is up. If I am watching the movie, don't you dare stop it while I'm watching it. That was so rude. Don't be fucking rude. Are you kidding me? I literally, good thing I had to watch it already previously, like a few, when I first rented it, like whatever day I rented it, but it was close to the end of my rental. I started the movie a nice little hour and some change beforehand. Literally once it gets to the chapel scene, the movie just stops on Dodger. And I was like, well, first of all, Ashley, it's like 20,000 chapel scenes, but the one where towards the end. And I was like, did I press pause? I look at my remote. My remote's not even next to me, so I know I didn't do it. I look at the TV. There's no um, little two sticks. That means pause. I'm like, um, okay. So I go to my phone because I'm using Chromecast. And I see rental and buying prices. I said, I know you suckers did not cut the rental off. Oh. Y'all could have let it play. Y'all rude. Anyway. <laughs> also, survivors, um, most places where you rent it, you'll get an option to either rent the unrated or the PG-13 theatrical cut. I did watch the unrated version. I did watch that one. I, too, watched the unrated. Oh, and just to let y'all know, if y'all ever get caught in the how do I see the unrated version, if you're watching from Apple, you got to click the more versions. Because if you don't click it, you gonna, your ass is going to get the rated version. That's what the fuck you gonna get. So you gotta make sure you, you choose which one you want. Cause if not, you're not getting that one. Yeah, I'd only I saw the theatrical cut once, and that was just in the theater. Otherwise, when the DVD came out, I bought the unrated. So I've only ever seen that version since. But I remember one specific difference. Otherwise, it's just extra lingering shots of the blood and killings and all that. Yeah, here it's only 10 seconds. And I was like, I know y'all did not give me a... <laughs> so basically when Owen first meets Tom and um, they shake hands and in the theatrical cut, he just he says, I just wiped my ass. I, I noticed that because when I was watching someone's... I don't know if I was watching someone's review or listening to someone's podcast and they said that. And I was like, he didn't say that. But... Th- that's what it was. It was both. I heard yeah. someone say it first, and then I seen it on TV, and I was like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. I'm lying. This podcast puts, like, clips of the movie into the show. And I was like, wait, did I imagine him saying that? So then when I went back and watched the movie, I said, oh, they must have watched the regular cut. And whereas unrated, of course, you know, he says, I just beat off, which mm-hmm. I don't know which one would be worse of the two. I feel like, yeah, you're right. Actually, shoot, I should have put that in my um, would you rather for last week, huh, Brittany? I don't know what you're talking See, that's why my child just made that noise right there, because that was just a no. 
To be fair, both of y'all were so sleepy that episode. I was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) Both of y'all were so sleepy. But... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's go ahead and get into... Park Recommendations. All right, so I'm just going to be very, very honest with you. The whole time I was watching this movie, I was like, you know what? I know a movie that does this a bit better. And that is 1986's April Fool's Day. I'm not going to say anything else because if you haven't seen it, I ain't going to say nothing. Even though I feel like that kind of tells you what you need to know right there. But um, I just think that movie is a very, very good time. And I can't wait to do it on the podcast. I don't know why, but for some reason, I thought you guys had already covered it on here. So I'm like sitting here scrolling on the episodes. I'm like... Okay, they didn't. I don't know why I thought they did. Maybe they just talk about it so much. That, probably. Yeah. I probably, I can see me bringing that movie up because I really do like that movie. It's um, it's an experience. But <laughs> You got to watch the remake at some point because it is trash, but you will laugh hysterically at how bad it is. I heard, I heard that it's not that good. So, I mean, like, I'm willing to give it a shot, but you know what it is. Right. Technically, this one's a spoiler in and of itself, but I'm sorry. This film gave me all 2006s. All the boys love Mandy Lane. I have not seen that movie yet. I keep saying I want to watch it, and I see it on, I don't know if it's still on American Netflix, but I see it all the time, and I'm like, hmm, I'm going to watch this movie, and then I never do. (laughs) That one had a history. I remember that for sure. Had a history? Oh, yeah, like Tons of delays and reshoots with that one before it finally got released. Ah, uh, that's always the worst. That's always terrible. Um, I have a couple of park recommendations. Um, one is, you know, it, to go with the whole private, you know, prep school type thing setting is 2001's The Hole with uh-huh. Thora Birch and Kira Knightley. Thora Birch? Danny? Yep. And then M. Beth Davids, a.k.a. Miss Honey. Ooh. Um, and then I'm not going to say too much more about this one, even though it is an older one, but it's kind of just a fun one to watch everything unfold. It's 1997's The Game with Michael Douglas, directed by David Fincher. I've heard of that, and that's why, because it's a Fincher film, that's why. <laughs> I'm like, no, I've heard of this before. I don't think I've seen it. I have to go look at it and see if I have seen it before, but I know I've definitely heard of that. Now I'm about to be thinking about it. But Survivors, if you have any park recommendations that fit today's ride, let us know on our Twitter or on our DMs. You can't put them on our DMs. You can put them in there, but you know what I mean at this point. This was also my first watch, and as I already said, I did watch the unrated version. And I'm just saying this now. I wish I would have seen this earlier. Definitely wish I would have seen this earlier. I feel like maybe 
I would have different opinions, but we'll save that for when we get to the review. No, I've always had a niche for liking weird ass films. And even if I would have seen this film earlier, it wouldn't have changed my opinions. No, like, the slightest. I agree. I agree. You know me. I can watch a movie from the 60s and be like, I get it. Or anytime, and I'm like, I get it. This one, I feel like this would have been one, had I seen it younger, it probably would have been a different outcome for me versus seeing it now and knowing too much <laughs> and being able to like put two and two together and like figure things out too quickly. So that's all it was. <laughs> yep. All right. And from what I remember, they did market this one really well back in the day. Um, even though it did flop at the box office, but I knew it was one that I was super excited for because, of course, being a slasher. Mm. Um, but yeah, and I love the the concept, you know, with IMs being the thing back around 2005. And everything. Right. I was I was like, oh, this is gonna be fun as hell. Um, I'll get to my reactions after my first viewing once we actually dive into the ride. But mm -hmm. I definitely was satisfied after I saw it. So to piggyback off of what you were saying. The marketing was legendary for this film. Yeah. Even though I just saw it, you could find Reddit threads talking about how great the marketing was for yeah. this film. Because this film had a fucking game, and it was a good game, all right? You actually had the people that were, um, you were a wolf, or somebody else was a wolf, and everybody else that was playing the game was a sheep. Mm -hmm. And it was an actual game. If you go look up Cry Wolf game, that shit comes up. You like, can't play it, but it shows you the game. Right. They had the IM messaging that used for marketing. Like They had top-tier marketing. I just wish the movie would have matched all that effort. See, this is what I like about two, early 2000 films. I feel like they all had really good marketing. Like They had a lot of great ideas. <laughs> it really <laughs> like, just, did. Yeah, like a lot of early 2000s movies, like House of Wax, which we'll mention a little bit later, but like House of Wax with C. Paris Die, even though that was her idea. But just different movies in the early 2000s had so many great ideas when it came to marketing, and it really did get you excited to see the movie. Because I mean, like, okay, I ain't gonna hold y'all. When I got Instant Messenger, MySpace, was here, so I, that, that was very short-lived for me. <laughs> but um, for our young ones who don't know what IM is, it's instant messaging, and this was basically our texting, but through a computer. <laughs> Nothing was more satisfying than annoying people on MSN Messenger and sending nudges constantly to, so where their screen was shaking like a mother. Right. Then it was... <sighs> Then the crazy thing is like, you're either talking to people that you already knew or you're talking to like strangers and then you just feel so, ooh, it's a stranger. See, I never did that. It was always with people I knew. I didn't want to touch any of that. Oh no, I never talked to a stranger, but I know people that did. Like the chat and, roulette shit? I would never yeah. have done that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I had a lot of friends that did that. And I would just be sitting in, because you would go over your friend's house and you're all sitting on the desktop computer that's in the corner that's worrying loud as hell. <laughs> Especially when you have to start it up. But anyway, um, we're just sitting there watching this person and they're going back and forth with the person. And I'm just like, wow, you're bold. I can never. <laughs> I do remember one time I freaked my friend out because we were IMing each other on MSN and using like webcam and all that. And I typed to her, I'm like, there's someone peeking, at, peeking through a window. Okay, now why would you do that? 
because I'm an asshole. And she sent her friend to go out and look. I'm like, oh, if she gets killed, that's on you. No, no, no. Damn. Oh, no. I would have been bad. Because, <laughs> see, especially because most of the time when I was doing this, I was already at home by myself. And when you're at home by yourself, there's already a certain heightened sense that there is just wacky things going on and you don't know about it and you're just always head on a swivel, head on a swivel if you're the final girl like me. But I um, know who I'm looking at. Right, don't do that. No. <laughs> gonna be looking at these knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this film, y'all, they had a million dollar budget and it was all spent on marketing. That That's my one little sin that I got. It wasn't spent on shit else. All right, it was directed by Jeff Wadlow. That's not how I say your name. I'm sorry. Um, written by Jeff Watlow. And how the fuck do you say Bo? I guess it's Bo Bonham. That's him. And it was produced also by that B word. I ain't gonna fuck up again. And produced by, well, he was the producer. The produced com- production company is Rogue Pictures and Hypnotic. And surprisingly, there is a bunch of distribution places. But the one in the U.S. was Universal Pictures. That's who all did it. Now, to get on to the cast, the motherfucker we don't really see that often, but we do see fragments of her body later on in the film. That was Erica Yates. She played Becky. Very, very small part. Very, very small part. What is breakfast, Becky? (laughs) We have Jillian Morris as... What's Julian? I'm trying to... I don't know. Fuck it. It's It's because Julian Morris sounds like Julianne Morrison. (laughs) I sure was holy with because it. Because I kept doing that too when he made his first appearance in the park. This is his second. You can go back to episode 40 sorority row that coincidentally had Coco on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I that episode, I was like Julianne Morris, and I was like, wait, no, wait, hold up. No, no, Julianne Morris. Like, <laughs> okay, there we go. I'm yeah. glad we did it together. Since then, you know, we got to give flowers to Sir Julian. Since uh, we recorded Sorodeo, he has come out as part of the Alphabet crew and ha- that he's been with his partner. I think they're married for quite some time, quite a few years. So I did not know that. Me Aww. either. Yeah, if you look on his Instagram, there's a lot of cute pictures of them together. Oh, that's, that's great. I, know I love that, that for him. Great. For both of them, actually. Well, damn, I don't like going on anybody else now because he has such a happy story. But you know what? We got to talk about the annoying bitch from Dawn of the Dead who kept calling Chips. Because that's Lindy Booth. I, she played Dodge, but you really know her from Dawn of the Dead. Talk She's also on, Hawk. She also plays Hawk on the famous Jet Jackson. <gasps> that is her. Except she was bleach blonde as hell on that one. That And that's why I did not put the two together. Oddly enough, Brittany kind of said this, but not like all the way. This is her second appearance in the park, and you you can go back to episode forty-four. And Brittany, you were on that episode before you were yes, with us. Was, her, was that her first visit to the park? I think so. If she was in anything else that we reviewed, I'm gonna be flabbergasted because I didn't know. I knew she was in Dawn of the Dead when I seen her in this movie, but if she was in anything else that we Covered. Let me. I want to look because now look. I know she was in wrong turn, but you didn't cover that yet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We haven't covered that one. We did four. Yeah. No. I when I looked, I was like, oh, this is the first one. Not that one. Okay. 
Now I'm she curious. She had to be an unspoken, unknown horror queen. We just didn't know she had been in shit, but she had been. Always annoying. Always. Um, Who else is it? We had Gary Cole. Let's go ahead and point out something. So, IMDb has him as Mr. Matthews, but his name was Mr. Walker. I really don't know why that fuck up happened, but it was there. That's the thing. I just want to know what it happened because it fucked me up. Because I was like, Mr. Matthews, did I was this the wrong person? Do I not know who I was paying attention to? That was that's dad. the daddy. Yeah, that's right. Mr. <laughs> Walker was uh, Bon Jovi. Ah, bon uh, okay, never mind. I wasn't fucking up because I was like, this gotta be Mr. Walker. Never mind. Apparently, I also don't know who Bon Jovi is because I didn't pay him any fucking attention because I thought he was living dead. on a prayer. I Undivided. know the song. I oh, know okay. the songs. I don't know what he looks like. It ain't like I go and try to find the man. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Never mind. I literally just listen to the songs and be like, "Fuck it." I you really know don't his care voice and his like. tunes, but not his face. No, I don't really care what he looks like. There's a lot of people who I just want their art, not them. Um, oh, that's fair. We had Jared Paldecki. Girl, you a lie. <laughs> you a lie. I know you don't. You know how to say Jared Padalecki. John Nate is going to. You are so lucky because she will. Oh, listen, yeah. I, I, listen, I might be a Supernatural fan, but hey, I'm not going out of my way to try to figure out how to say his motherfucking name. Y'all, he was also in House of Wax. But I'm not going to go look at Sam like that. I'm sorry, y'all. Well, Y'all go ahead. You can uh, check that out in episode 24. Jared <laughs> had a pretty big that, that year in 2005. Yes. He, uh, so he had already done Gilmore Girls, so he was clearly the most famous face by that point in the movie. Mm-hmm. So, okay, then, um, I wanted to ask you this because I don't, you were probably about to say this because House of Wax and this came out the same year. Yep. You know. The filming times, like which one was filmed first? Would you happen to know? Um, I'm not sure on that one. Cody's um, our producer because he's damn near like the horror bible. Is <laughs> why we ask him these questions. <laughs> Y'all should see the question. We treat Coco like he's Charlie and we're the angels. <laughs> it's actually very cute. But yeah, no, I was thinking about that. I'm like, Jesus, he was on the up and up. And it makes sense because in House of Wax, spoiler alert for that movie, if you somehow have not seen it by now, um, because his role is like so small, it makes sense because he does play a bigger role in this movie. But and um, yeah, obviously, Cry Wolf came out September 16, 2005. Supernatural mm-hmm. had just aired September 13, 2005. Jeez. Oh, so he, it, he was having a hell of a year. So y'all, amendment to what I said, the budget actually went to marketing. And it's cast. Yeah. That's, that's why we get shit else. They spent so much money on all the people. They was like, fuck it. We got to just go with what we got. That's why they ass had so many fucking problems with them, with them filming. Because they had to get done fast as fuck. That's why. Because they ain't had no money. They, was, they, was, they ain't had shit. Um, what is it? We had Jesse Jansen in, as Randall. Paul James as Lewis. Sandra McCoy is Mercedes, Ethan Kahn is Graham, Christy Wu is Regina, and we already said this, but I have to say it again, John Bon Jovi for Britney as Rich Walker, because Britney did not know what the fuck he looked like, and she's okay with that. She's just fine with it. (laughs) 
You uncultured swine. I just wanted to I, say that. I, I probably am. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all, just a little tidbit that I, I kind of threw in there already, but not really. They had half a day to film the pool scene that they had. We're going to talk about because the generator fucked up because of the water. I was looking at that. I actually have some behind the scene things in the show notes. And did I don't know if you saw the part where Julian actually did his own stunt from jumping off of the ledge. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, if you fuck up, you can crack That's- your skull, you can break your neck, you can slip. I said, no, this is good coaching because... I mean, it's best to tell people the truth. Like, hey, if you fuck up, that's on you, dog. But you might not live through this. So you wanna you wanna do this? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I also appreciate the fact they have a little peephole under the little under the pool structure mm-hmm. they had built where you can go and that's how they got the shot of old uh, the little redhead fucking drowning, not drowning. That's how they able to see it. Cause yeah, they did have cameras in the water, but they also had them outside the water looking on the side. Which I really did like that shot. Um it was nice. Also, another thing. The reason why we just said everybody's motherfucking name, but we did not say the wolf, is because these motherfuckers was passing that motherfucking mask around like a hot potato. Bro. Everybody. <laughs> everybody was, was I, I wearing that bitch. That. I appreciate that. Because normally you have like a stunt double playing it, whereas right. if they're passing it around, it's so much more fitting. Because like even in Scream, it's very rare when the killer was wearing the ghost face scarf. Listen, they had Jared wearing the bitch, the director, the stunt coordinator. They even had the fucking set medic. They were like, hey, look, listen, if you were standing beside them, wear this motherfucking mask and look terrorizing right the fuck now. And I, I appreciate that shit. I just, I just had to say that. Oh, <laughs> I had to better, get that out. It's better than um, how they picked... Uh, the person to play Agnes in Black Christmas 2006. How did that come about? So, I mean, because they just literally picked one of the crew members. Like, okay, you're just going to be Agnes. We can't probably we can't cast another person to play her. So, like, put on this drag get up, and you're going to be Agnes. Ugh. That's essentially in a nutshell how it went down. Damn. <laughs> so, if you're wondering why Agnes looks like a man, that's why. Oh, heck you know. Oh, no. Well, what that means is... It just adds to the camp. Let's go right... <laughs> let's go right ahead and get in line for 2005's Cry underscore Wolf. And yes, I'm going to say it like that every single time. I am. Step in line. Your number is near. Follow the sign. Your time is here. Are y'all ready to play my game? I am. Not even going to hold you. Let's go ahead and get started. So I know y'all heard of two truths and a lie, but I hate that because um, we're telling too much truth here. It's hard to weed out. It's easy to weed out a lie when everything else is true. So let's do the opposite. We're going to play two lies and the truth, and we're going to figure out who the fuck is lying. Well, what's your true statement? Through all the lies. Is it that fun? <laughs> Y'all know Brittany was like, John A got to be a games master one week. AJ got to be a games master one week. God damn it, I'm going to be a games master. I see you. I see exactly. you. Exactly. 
it's because the FOMO, that poor baby. <laughs> you know I be having it bad. I was like, <laughs> when you was like, did you find it one? I was like, no, because I, I really thought you'd been a quiz. And I was like, because I got a game and I ain't mentioning this shit because I ain't want nobody to prepare. I was going to throw this shit on y'all. We need the truth. We have to know the truth. But literally, y'all motherfuckers lying. Let's begin. And we have to figure out which one is my truth. What truth do I live in? Y'all ready? I think I might have mentioned some of this shit before too. Um, one, I think I've seen a murder before. Well, not a murder, just a death. I think I've seen a death before, a violent one. Two, damn, would be that one. I don't know. Not you not having it together. <laughs> Hell, I didn't want it myself to repair either. Shit, I can't think of things that are true like that because I have to figure out whether I don't told y'all. I don't think I have. All right. I almost drowned in Jamaica. It was tragic. I don't know how the fuck that ever happened. Jose doesn't trust me anymore. Not with snorkeling, but you know what? Fuck it. Number three. This is a sad one. I had a dog before Maslow and he ran away. So I'm supposed to figure out which one is the truth. Yep. The truth is you saw a murder before. You motherfucker. Because you told us all on the podcast, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't remember. (laughs) Oh, heck you know. (laughs) Oh, but there are some truths mixed in with my lies. I did have a dog before Maslow, but he didn't run away. You killed him. No. Um, Trigger one. He's hit by a car. Ugh, I I could no. I sorry, I was about to say something super dark. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was terrible. Oh my god. I was about to say. I mean, like technically, he did run, but cool. just... <laughs> you need to leave. I do need to go. Stop like that. He was a good boy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Britney jumped out of me. I'm so sorry. I'm it so definitely sorry. did. It did. So survivors, it turns out that I tell on myself and it's easy to figure out when I'm telling the truth or lying. No, it really is. Poor thing. I really don't. I'm such a straightforward person, though. That's the fucked up part. I'll tell you anything. Yeah. I was like, no, as soon as you said it, I was like, I know which one. (laughs) This did not take me any type of long to figure any of this out. Okay, so for me... When I was in kindergarten, I got suspended. Um, I collect rocks. And when I was in the fifth grade, I burnt my butt. You got suspended in kindergarten. How did you burn your ass? Would you really like to know? Too much freak play? Yeah. (laughs) I was in fifth grade. So wait, what's your answer? What are your answers? What are your answers? Well, I got Coco's. Brittany, what's yours? You burnt your butt. Both of you are wrong. All of those are lies, except for the fact that I collect rocks. Nigga, I thought you collected plants. I do that too. See, that's how you lie. And let me tell you something. I am a great liar. This was the wrong game for you to play with me. <laughs> Clearly. So you know what? Y'all think I'm I'm the worst one on the podcast, but no, I'm not. It's really Ashley. But no, I, like I, I, know that I anyway. use my lying powers for good. 
Because usually I'm the one in the family that has to keep secrets and not tell things. So I'm just really good at keep a secret because I will literally tell you it's none of your damn business and walk off. Nope. But I, I can create that's... a whole entire story. I can remember all details. I can divert, divert, divert. I have no tales and you just wait. So what? Okay, let's get to Cody's because I really want to ask. What the fuck are y'all tales? Do y'all have tales that y'all know about? We'll come back after we get to Cody's. Okay. So first one. I once got busted for breaking into a pool after hours, after it was all closed. Number two, I got a DUI. Or three, I once told a teacher to fuck off in high school. I feel like the fuck off is you. (laughs) (laughs) If it's not you, I'm dead wrong. I really feel like the fuck off is you. No, because, okay, I know that I feel like it's either, it's either, wait, what was the first one again? I got busted going into breaking into a pool after hours when it was all locked up and closed. I feel like surprisingly I've done that before. I feel like it's the third one because Coco will tell some stories and we all be like, what? I swear. <laughs> we be like, whoa. But also I feel like that sounds like something your sister would do. But Ooh. <sighs> the second one, I know that can't be it. I don't think that's it. I don't think nope. that's it. That first one, I can see that. I can see it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with the third one. I'm probably wrong. It's probably the first one, but I'm gonna go with the third one. The first one is the truth. I did get busted breaking into a pool. I knew it. And I was, that's what, because that's why I was like, that third one sounded like something your sister would do. <laughs> but how did you get busted? Because mine, I was at a party that, was, that happened in a closed pool. What did you do? Uh, the, did you get so, the people I was with wouldn't shut the hell up. They were making too much noise. So people called the cops. Mm. Like I was literally, we literally had to climb up the fence and off top of this little hut on this little roof hut thing and then jump on down so that's probably the most activity I've ever gotten in my life and you know what I wanted to say because Coco y'all would be able to get away with that us we wouldn't even be able to get in the dark let me tell you though I got away with it and that's why that's why I didn't want to pick that one because I'm like that's too easy that's way too easy the third one, I feel like Coco could have got too fed up one day and was like, you know what, damn it, fuck off. But, <laughs> I mean, I, I did mean. get in trouble once in fifth grade from my teacher because he heard me just shout, Jesus Christ, at another uh, kid in my class. He's like, I could kick you out of my classroom for that. And I'm just thinking like, for that motherfucker, please. <laughs> Listen, I've got kicked out of class for way worse. I was in math reading a book. All you said was Jesus Christ. No, it makes me think of the black phone. And she was like, what the fuck, Jesus? (laughs) (laughs) Hell, I thought of when she was talking to the police and she was like, I'm the fucking grabber. What did she call them? Fart knockers? Fart knocker. (laughs) Yeah. I heard that term a long time ago and I can't remember what it was. 
it might have been some Disney movie. I, I want to say it was Max Keeble's big move, and it was like creepy ice cream truck guy. And this little girl like got pissed off at him. She called him a fart knocker and threw her like popsicle or something at the truck. Which is um, what's Randy Meeks's real name? Because I I don't know. Jimmy I know. Kennedy. But I don't, thank you. I'm like I do know his name. Turn around, Jamie. Look behind you, Jamie. Okay, let me stop because of Sydney. Or if Britney start with Sydney, I'm gonna have a problem. So survivors, let us know. I don't know if, why. Because stop it. No, she's not. Oh, what's what what is it? She got an acquired taste. She is an acquired taste. I think she's gorgeous, actually. I, I mean, think she's cute. Well, I mean, you would you do just the acquired don't think taste. she's cute. That would be the acquired taste, would it not? You like scream, you would like her. Just because of it, because she is the final girl on screen. I'm just gonna be honest see, with you. I You're the only person I've ever heard say she's ugly. Survivors, let us know if you can find the truths on our Twitter or in the DMs. Well, it's our time, and let's get into 2005's Cry Underscore Wolf. And don't forget the underscore. We're sneaking out. Do you want to come? Where are we going? What's like tradition? To do what? To play the game. So how do we play? It's a lying game. The object? Avoid suspicion. Manipulate your friends. Eliminate your enemies. This year, we've got to raise the stakes. Let's convince them. Murderers on campus. They're the sheep, and we're the wolves. He needs a name. The wolf. The neon ski mask. Give him a camo jacket, too. What else does every good mass murderer have? How about a gun? But a knife would be scarier. First death is always a townie. Which is just a warning <laughs> shot. It's so obvious it's perfect. Think anyone will believe her? I read the email. It's happening. The first girl she was shot in the face. He sent it to everyone he knows. I didn't want to get gutted. This is a joke. <laughs> You're the only one then, man. You could be making this whole thing up. Someone's here. This fall, the terror they created. The email's coming true. We'll finish. It's going this way. The game they started. Listen, the trailer was all right. I don't know if we saw different versions of the trailer, but I liked that it was using IMs, and technically it wasn't anything to do with the movie. Well, it did have everything to do with the movie, but it threw you for a loop because you thought the wolf was the motherfucker doing all the shit and making up the story. You got something else? Did they do this in Unfriended? 
do what specifically? This type of trailer. I, I don't want know. to say no. no. Like it was probably incorporated, but it wasn't all I am the whole time. Okay. This I did tra- watch- Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, nope, you go ahead. I was just going to say this trailer reminded me of Unfriended for some reason. I guess just because that entire movie is on a Skype call, but I don't know. I like the trailer though. I didn't have a problem with it. Um, it was it was very 2000s, a lot of flashes, a lot of jump cuts. Um, especially, like I said, had I seen this then, I definitely would have got on I am and tried to play this game and send in my screen name so I could be the wolf and all of that, but I missed it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a. I saw both trailers, but I know the primary one was just like the more teaser with the IMs and the quick cuts. And mm-hmm. I thought it was good. It did a good job of selling the movie and what to expect from it. Um, I think, though, as a result of showing those cuts of the kills and stuff, it kind of mm-hmm. gives a little too much away yeah. of that because, I mean, we'll get to it, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, but, you know, it was concise and direct and you know, we've seen ones that give away way more, but, you know, I thought it was good. It sold the movie well. Yeah. Another example of how marketing was A1. And the movie wasn't. Well, y'all, so we start out with the unknown running. Uh, what the fuck? So we start out with an unknown woman running through the woods after stumbling, falling, and attempting to hide in some debris. She is found by an unknown assailant and shot. I'm just surprised yeah. you could see anything because I couldn't see a thing. And I was like, Amazon, I know I just didn't pay y'all for this rental and I can't see a goddamn thing. But then I realized it was filmed like that. And I was like, oh. Yeah, we, I, thought- I saw that bitch tripping and falling. I saw her like try to do the little crawl to get the fuck away. And I was like, I baby, see this, ain't, this ain't working. <laughs> yeah. You making too much noise. I liked that it did that because it made it realistic to where, because, you know, sometimes when shows like outdoor in the wood shots, it's way too freaking bright. Yeah. And but I guess it was just because I, I had no idea what was happening. I was like, okay, I know someone's running because that's what it sounds like. But <laughs> everything else was lost beyond me. I was like, I hope there are not supposed to be any details I'm supposed to catch in here because I can't see a thing. But also, girl, when your cell phone went off, why did you not leave the phone and run? Or why? I don't know. I don't know. She I mean, could have tossed, actually, one better. She could have tossed the phone and it would have been just like she was running. So no, you wouldn't have heard her footsteps. The killer would have seen the like the screen of the phone. Probably like, yeah. It's not going to be no big-ass firefly. Mm-hmm. Well, they but already I, had the light. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I would have rather her leave the phone or at least or throw quickly it. turn it off. Like yeah, either turn line. it off or throw it the opposite way and hurry up and run the other way, even though he probably would have heard your footsteps. But if he was already that close and hearing the phone, girl, I don't know. I just know you shouldn't have stayed in that one spot. She literally just stayed there and just let it happen. Girl. It was a generally nice cold open, though. It was kind of creepy, especially when he does call her phone. And you're like, oh, fuck. It was good. I liked it. So, y'all. During this little part and after, we're finally given the film's title card. Cry underscore wolf. And introduced to Westlake Preparatory Academy. It looks great with all the leaves and the trees. and oh, the, the fall setting is beautiful. It is. And guess what? We see a nice little doe off to the side eating. And we're like, baby, 
I know there's some foreshadowing, but oh shit, I leave deer alone, even though deer sausage is delicious. Um, and that poor baby is startled. Why don't look like that? That shit is delicious. Started off by Dodger, who is skipping the assembly after a student who has gone missing. We know that's the old girl in the beginning. And they have a nice little talk, trying to get to know each other, getting to know you. Not gonna sing the rest of the song. And we find out the history of Owen Matthews. And he's been going school to school. And the last one was because he had the misfortune of, you know, dating, what is it? The Dean's daughter, naughty, naughty. But their conversation's broken up by a teacher. Um, and But Owen ends up saving the little redhead from getting into trouble because she was helping him find his dorm. He, she wasn't gonna go up there, that don't work. They were just gonna go together to the steps and leave her off. Cody, when she was like some townie, did you think of Black Christmas? I did. I put that in my notes too. I'm like, what is with horror and hating the townies? townies. So much? <laughs> like, what's wrong with Darling, townies? You can't are a townie. Right. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, never mind. Also, shout out to the Dickens scholars, but I'm not a Dickens scholar. I'm just naturally a Dickens, but yeah. <laughs> I do like this little exchange between them. You know, it kind of sets up their future relationship like julian and lindy are kind of cute here like she does a good job of being like the sassy and flirty girl and he's just like really sweet and innocent and you kind of dig it um she still skipped the assembly yeah she did screw your excuses it don't matter if she was showing you your room she still skipped the assembly i was like uh screw your assembly screw your i don't case. know how i don't know how it actually worked out for that because to find him outside, you had to, like you were saying, not go to the assembly. So one plus one don't equal two here, baby. You still was outside when the assembly was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, don't give me that bullshit about you talking to him. You don't even know this man. Because I would imagine when I was in high school and we went to assemblies or extra programs, blah, 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 blah. We had to walk with our class to the assembly. So... At some point, you broke off from your class. You was probably walking in the back and just slid into the bathroom, which is what a lot of people at our school did, and then came out later while everybody was in there. You still skipped. <laughs> that That is true. Can we talk about his dad? Oh, I'm so often to talk about that Ooh, shit. Mike, I, I, Mike Brady? Like, I... <sighs> It was hilarious. He kept sending that motherfucker a voicemail all fucking movie, first of all. Oh, it's every just time, my son. Like, your kid just went to a new school. Like, you're not concerned a little bit? No? No. Okay. No. I don't give a fuck about what's going on with him. I don't care about the fact that he's lying about his work study, his class schedule, or his roommate. Um, I don't give a fuck. That's on you, buddy. It's all on you. I mean, I don't think his dad cares either because he's just not answering. So. He could have told that man the truth, honestly. He didn't have a lot of him. It, he honestly. Just, he could have just said, I'm I'm the janitor. That's my work study. I'm taking journalism, not hard sciences. And my roommate's a dick, literally, because he played with his and then tried to shake folks' hands. I would have slapped him. I would have slapped him. I just beat off. I just, and I just slapped you. Do you just, do people joke like that? Do you just tell people that I just got done choking the chicken? Okay, seeing that this is 2005, 
and the rest of the dialogue of this movie, which we'll talk about literally in two hot seconds, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. Oh, people in my high school definitely talk like that. Yeah, I'm like, because definitely made two, jokes like that. 2005, I was in seventh grade, eighth grade, like depending on what time of the year it was, seventh grade, eighth grade. But yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, mm-mm. people's definitely talking like that. Well, apparently they had a good ass friendship because that night Tom invites him to sneak out. And when he got the cold shoulder, a simple mention of Dodger got his ass up off that bed and off to the chapel. Like off to the chapel we go, time to pray. Um, well, we I are. Mean, I would have too. I wouldn't have. <laughs> I don't know this bitch. Fine ass Dodger. I, I mean, yeah, you in high school. I can believe that in high school you you would do that. Not y'all would do. I would not. Y'all know. I already said I was a loner. I'm not gonna do this shit um and i do have britney yes you are you got fomo like the bitch you getting straight up and coming you you are going girl don't do that (laughs) i don't know who i don't know who going here who's all here i'm not friends with y'all i only get if you if it was like three people in the room or something like that if you like shared a flat or something like that and you heard them be like oh we're gonna go do this and be like and where the hell is my invite Yes, you would be so offended that you didn't but get invited. I had, to, invite. I had to know them. I literally had to know them. If Brittany doesn't know you or doesn't like you, Brittany doesn't give a fuck about what you're doing. Not a single red fuck. No. Brittany's FOMO only comes out in case-specific instances. That's it. That's all. I'm slightly lying. I, I really do love attention. Um. Anyway. Okay, I'm like, you must want me to do what I did in this all episode again. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry, Brittany's slightly lying. Brittany loves attention. She she needs it to live. Because if she don't get it, <laughs> sorry to you. I can't it's believe not you her. think I like attention. No. <laughs> what kind of Leo, what kind of Leo loves attention? I just don't understand. Um, we're the best. So oh we are introduced to the rest of the group. We got Randall, Graham, Lewis, Mercedes, Regina, and the group's lying game. Were you a voice suspension? manipulate your friends and eliminate your enemies now y'all i can go for that game but we already know i'm a terrible fucking liar so you gotta (laughs) not you gotta not tell me about some shit okay so like i was saying earlier the language and it's like okay here's the thing majority of the times i'm like okay whatever but in this scene alone they was just hitting left and right it was gay jokes it was r bombs it was fat jokes it was it jungle was fever. Total 2005. Yes, they didn't use it, jungle fever. I was like, what the I fuck? I said, is damn. That? <laughs> then for like, I should have did like, I, I think that 2005 might be worse than 2009. We talk about the language in 2009 movies like Sorority Row, Jennifer's Body. Um, My tit. Here you go. But yeah, we talk about them, but I'm like, oh, wait a minute. And 2005 even- might be. Even just their like general friendship, they don't seem like friends. They're always coming at each other throughout this film. And like that's very that's on point for 2005. Yeah. Honestly, that's just on point for high school. And okay, he well, yeah, I don't care. Um, I kept forgetting this was a high school. Cause I'm like, these kids look grown as hell, even though I have said this before when we guested on a nightmare on Fear Streets episode of the Rage Carry 2. When I was in elementary and middle school, high schoolers did look older to me, 
And when I became one, I was like, and even now, date like a week and some change away from my 30th birthday, I'm like, I still look like a child. Why don't I look the way these kids look? Exactly. I think that too. It's like, you know, you think they do look older, but then it's like you're a senior and it's like, I still kind of look the same, just a little bit older. And even like yes. when you're 30, like in movies where people are depicted as 30, you're like, oh man, they look old. And then even now, like I'm 30, well, 31, but I'm like, I still don't look that much different than I did in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, I, mm, like, what, like, did I miss a step? Did I not do, was I supposed? I is it because I didn't use speed stick? Is that what it was? Oh my god, not speed stick. <laughs> speed I cannot... stick is terrible. Speed, speed stick is terrible. Get like... your speed stick, get your axe body spray. Exactly. <laughs> and then, oh my god, I hated our locker bay in high school. Like, because there were guys that would just literally use half the freaking can on themselves and it would stink out the entire locker bay. And I'd be like, Bleh. I, uh, axe was just, that was. That was a time. Yeah, that was really the time. Or the Dior perfume that was like the little apple. Was that Dior? Yeah, no, I think it was Dior. It was like the little apple. It was green at the bottom, silver at the top. It was, I think Britney Spears dropped Fantasy and Curious around that time. Wow, we were living. Wow. So we also find out that um to be the, what the fuck is it? To be the wolf, Dodger chose Owen. And he flawlessly manipulates the entire group to win the game and some money. But while he was collecting his win his winnings, he ends up rubbing Dodger the wrong fucking way by commenting that they are bored rich kids and she storms the fuck off. I thought that shit was funny because her friends are bored rich kids. Just because you ain't a bored a, a bored rich kid don't mean they ain't because they literally toss the money out to win the lion game. Let's talk about this real quick for our young ones that listen to the podcast that aren't familiar. So how you play this game is one person is the shepherd, one is the wolf, everyone else is the sheep. And what it is, is basically you're just accusing each other of being the wolf. And then at the end of the round, we all have to guess who it is. Now, I did see this alternate scene where there were actually three wolves. And it was like, two, it's very, it's, it's down in the show notes, y'all, because it's really hard to explain. You just have to see it. And I, I see why they changed the rules, because it was very hard to follow. It wasn't hard, but in the sense of the movie, if they had to use that scene, it would have been very hard. So, like, it was three wolves. Three would wolves. be too complicated anyway. Yeah, it was three wolves. Everybody else was the sheep. And then at some point, the wolves can decide, like overnight, the wolves can decide to kill a sheep. Now, I don't know if you guys, I feel like y'all did when we used to play Play-Doh real heavy. There was a werewolf game on there and we played it. Did y'all ever play that? No? I can't remember. I played it. I know it. the game, I played but I never, I never played werewolf. Okay, no, I know I played it with the crew a few times. So I'm like, I remember playing that. I didn't know if you guys had played it as well. So I just didn't want to put, be like, remember when we did this? And then y'all be like, no. And I'd be like, oh, never mind. But yeah, it's basically the same thing. This was a game called Mafia at one point, but this is just a different version of it. But here's my thing. I didn't understand why we had to leave <laughs> once we got voted off. Why did we have to go home? Why we couldn't just be out? <laughs> well, I think it was important that they had to leave because um, just like in Among Us, when you have when you used to play on like 
clubhouse and shit when you have other people in the room who've already been taken out and they're watching but i'm still a ghost i'm still a ghost Ghost. watching and observing the game listen ghost and now and now you can as a ghost you get tasked now you can do things as a ghost now so yeah but ghosts don't ever get not give not give side chatter they're always fucking talking so i see why they had to get the fuck on because to keep to keep complete anonymous whatever that word is to keep everything anonymous yeah i can't say that word keep everything (laughs) anonymous um it's better if they leave because if somebody was voted out wrongly and unjustly which they have been whoever voted them out could be it or neither so no you have to get rid of them because they're gonna be like you that that's why you should vote for that motherfucker because they you know they're safe so whoever they're throwing blame on could be it so you like kind of weight them unfairly i agree and with the way some of these people were reacting to getting blamed they were taking personal offense thank you thank you because tom i was like i can't tell if it's the acting or what because tom was so offended like a five-year-old when you call them a crybaby i was like oh my gosh let's talk about mercedes mercedes tonight you could have gotten laid but instead yeah i got fucked first of all i had that pink sweater vest (laughs) i understand mercedes (laughs) oh i seen that sweater vest i said i had that in pink i had that in white and i had it in baby blue honey listen listen i was y2k okay (laughs) not y2k i was y2k fashion okay at my young age damn i just wasn't manny with the thong that's all and i wish i i definitely was i was limited too i was rave i was wet seal i was five seven nine i was no we wasn't old enough for that yet we wasn't old enough for charlotte roos yet the Charlotte Roos Chronicles ain't coming till the end of high school, college. Go check out Sorority Row episode again because that was a funny ass episode. The sequence <laughs> also the sequence also establishes that uh, um, what's his name? Graham and Owen have beef now. Yeah. Graham, Graham, Owen, and Randall. The three of them got beef. Yeah. Randall's a fucking dick. Okay, Randall reminds me of Spinner from Degrassi. And when I first seen him, I thought that was him. And I was like, oh, that's not him. You he told also... What? Yeah, he did. It was, okay, first of all, when you first see him, it's hella dark in the chapel. And I'm like, is that Spinner? And then they show him at a different angle. I was like, oh, no, that's not Spinner. <laughs> if he would have got with real the quick. Redhead. It was real quick. It was real quick. It would have made sense. I'd be like, oh, so we're redoing Degrassi. it was a second like i i fixed myself real quick so don't beat me up degrassi fans i know how you guys are because i'm that way too (laughs) i love degrassi we thought drake couldn't walk for the longest um anyways Uh we did we then cut to authorities mere steps away from discovering the hand less a couple fingers of becky um cut back to owen and he's been sabotaged oh my goodness his alarm clock has been unplugged with a note that he is out of his league. Actually, they called him old dog, but what the fuck ever. And that's a wife beater. So he runs on past the groundskeeper as he give, as he makes his way to journalism class late as the fuck. During class, he receives some IMs from Bo Peep. It's Dodge ass. And he gets an invite for 10 o'clock to meet her at some undisclosed ass location because they didn't see it on the screen. I was just like, damn. I think like, she's meant 10 o'clock as in like where she was at in the classroom. 
Yeah, the eye direction. Oh, well, I'm a dumbass. Cause I was like, who the fuck? <laughs> I was like, where you gonna meet her at 10? This ain't lunchtime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there, as I just said, I was a little thrown because I kept forgetting these were high schoolers because they look so grown. Did y'all see that little baby that was in the class? I didn't. Mm-mm. It's the girl. Okay, so Mr. Um, I'm Walker. just going to call him. Yeah, I'm about to just call him Bon Jovi. Just call him Bon Jovi. Yeah. All right, Bon Jovi. He's teaching the class and there's a girl in the class. She's like, what does that mean? That was a teenager. That was a real teenager. I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> she like baby face all over. And then you go to everybody else and it's like grown person. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> it caught me off guard because I just was not expecting to see a little sweet baby angel like the right age. You know what I'm saying? I, I got you. I just didn't notice them. I just think everybody, I don't know. It goes by really quick. Like, you got to, like, be watching, watching, and you notice it. I was like, oh, my God. That's a child. Pam, I'm going to go back and look and see. So, y'all, we joined the group at lunch, which is not at 10 o'clock. It's actually at lunchtime. And the group um, discusses joining Tom to go to the lake house for the weekend because his his dad's a senator, and he's bringing the limo to pick all their asses up. But Randall can't attend because he needs to borrow Tom's car so he can get involved in some extracurricular activities on Thursday night. Um, They're all like, what the fuck ever? We don't believe you, so the fuck what? But as all this shit's going on, they're like, let's play the line game because we ain't got shit else to do and dodger's like fuck no i'm tired of this shit why because new guys right we know each other too well so let's play an alternative where we're the wolves and the entire school are the sheep but unfortunately for her her friends ain't got no motherfucking imagination because they asking all types of questions like how the fuck is this gonna work how are they gonna fit in the chapel um how are we even gonna do this and she's like fuck it Y'all are still playing checkers. Y'all need to speed the fuck up because I'm playing chess. Mercedes is so lucky that she's pretty. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it gave me, um, was her character named Bree from Bring It On 3? What was her name? Oh, Oh, and uh, Bring On 3, it was, um, she was like, Brianna? I know. I think Brianna was the thick girl. I don't know. I don't know. Oh wait. Yes. No. Yeah. yeah. Brianna was the thick girl. Yeah. yeah. She was like, S H I T. Now you're just spelling words. <laughs> you say tomato. I say potato. Who's gonna tell me my locker combination? <laughs> it's your birthday. Oh yeah. <laughs> When's my birthday? I love her. <laughs> I did too. But Mercedes reminded me of her, and I was just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Good thing she's pretty. Because, <laughs> oh gosh. But, Randall, you're disgusting. You're disgusting. And I hope, oh, never mind. These are high schoolers. I'm not going to even comment on that because, honey, I They're agree not high with schoolers Gina. in real life. They're not high schoolers. It don't matter. In the context of the movie, they're high schoolers. I'm not going to bring that up, but I I agree with Regina. I feel bad for um, Judy Ryder or Julie Ryder, whatever her name was. Annie. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I love you, Jen A. 
Oh, it was Jenny Ryder. There we go. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, I feel bad because, girl, you gonna take I him do, to the formal? I do like that this scene was a homage to like the fountain scene in Scream because at first they're discussing the murders and how like oh, it could be a woman too, and then you know even like an urban legend mm-hmm. or in their little coffee shop. So like like you were saying, Ashley, how this could have easily fit into the late '90s, early 2000s mold post-Scream mm-hmm. stuff because yeah. of that scene almost. So I, I like that it was kind of a homage to that where they're discussing the murders. I and didn't even on think to... about that like that. You got a good point. I definitely didn't think about that like that. And especially because they're talking about how Becky's body was found dragged through the woods, just like how they talked about um, Casey Becker's body. Ah, I did not think of that. That's a good point. Dodger, Dodger girl. I'm. You know what? I'll wait. I'm going to wait on you, girl. I'm going to wait on you. Just know I'm coming for you. I'm coming. Don't worry. You can come for her just like Owen did because she chased her ass down. Um, they give her a little apology and they, they got a little banter. They were joking with each other. Oh. And then the little evil fuck decided to come up with the whole plan of how they going to make a serial killer. Now, time out. Time out. Because let me go ahead. Dodger, you just said, let's play this game where we make the killer like a real thing. So when Owen says it to you minutes later, why do you say you just lost me? You just said that. What do you mean? That bitch had me lost. I was like, is she playing? Is she yanking my chain? Because what is happening? It's okay, because they decide to go to the library. I don't think you should do this, though, because just like that old buddy from the other show, that's how you get caught, because they can track the records of what you do in libraries, but that's for another day but he deserved to get caught that's for another day so they decide to birth the wolf or in ski mask hunting knife wielding clothed in a camouflage jacket serial killer and when they meet with their friends and the whole friend group decides to get on this shit he is giving a pattern of going from campus to campus with the first kill being a warning shot why because becky got shot and it makes no sense that a slasher he has a knife changes the mo and they're like oh, you know what fuck it we can work this out his mo was to give a warning shot and that's why she got shot and i was like oh that that does kind of work i mean if you're gonna make this shit work and the friend group then decides to order the kills and we're like what the fuck happens we have the beauty queen who's killed in the mirror the de-virginator who's killed in the chapel after being castrated the aspiring actor who's killed on the balcony the campus queen who's killed by choking on her own blood because they cut out her fucking tongue. And the final kill is the lover who died of a broken heart. Oh, that's so sad. Owen and the hubris of man sends the email from his whole account. He don't make a fake one. He don't change shit. He literally goes at everyone <laughs> and sends that shit off from his dorm room. And we see the fucking rumors spread even to the groundskeeper. And we see the wolf take shape through all of their storytelling. Start a rumor starting. I'm sick of being followed. Okay, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did really like this scene, like creating the killer. Like, mm-hmm. it's just because, like, just, I don't know, like, being a, such a slasher fan, it's like coming up with your idea of a, you know, serial killer like that. I like the simplicity of the look of the wolf. It was actually really kind of freaky because it was so simple. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like picking out the victims, I wish they would have included like Tom and Regina too, ultimately, just to kind of, 
you know, obviously we'll get there when we get there, but to up the body count a little bit more for later on. Right. That's the only thing I probably would have changed in regards to that and maybe not have the cut to since we see that later, like the cut to's of the scenes of the people being attacked. Yeah. Yeah. I do agree with you as far as liking the creation of the killer visually. Like you have all of the text blended in with the, like it's literally like you see the killer come to life right in front of you. But I did not like the planning of the deaths though. But I'll save that for later. But that part, I was just like, I wish we didn't do this. I mean, in the sense that it's the fact that they're making, still making digs at each other. Like they're coming with their own ways to pretty much kill their friends. Like, right. all right, I would kill you like this. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, I can honestly say that the basis of any good friend group that probably ain't gonna last long is if you can imagine how you're gonna kill some people off. I gotta say, that's a yeah. They had everything. They're never gonna talk again after high school. You could tell. Well, after those whole events, yeah, definitely not. Oh no, they should be friends. They should be. I think, I think it's forever. gonna be it's gonna be small friend groups. They might not all collectively hang out, but some of them, like uh, Graham and Randall, probably still hang out. Regina and Tom probably keep in touch, maybe. Even though all they hate each other, <laughs> right? That's just how we work it out. But fuck it, because guess what? We just cut to Mr. Walker stopping Owen randomly. They do have some just little cut scenes that just kind of cut, 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 cut. But that's the later. Um, he stops Owen for a game of chess in his office where he tells him the tale, how his tale has spread to the victim's mother and her motherfucking attorney. But don't worry. They, they still think it came from outside. He's not inclined to open his mouth because snitches get stitches. And he's not worried about it. But he does warn Owen that his probationary status is going to be a little... A little precarious, a little fucked up. If he ends up in the headmaster's office, because his ass is out of here. Listen, you you ain't got no strikes like everybody else. You was almost out the fucking door already. And he also warns him of the ignorance of youth. But Owen really ain't here for that shit because he thinks he knows it all. Like the whole movie is him thinking he's just too fucking smart for his own good. Like most folks do. I mean, that's pretty relatable as a teenager. Like as a teenager, you really do be thinking you're invincible. And horror has a really good way of showing that and that's why teens start getting fucked up in movies because it's like look you little shit you can get touched too (laughs) damn that is true i was one of them i'm probably still one of those honestly um we cut to a shrouded figure in a jacket pocketing a revolver and then we're back to owen who again attempts to reach out to his dad and is forwarded straight to fucking voicemail again with the just it's just my son I was fucked up. Um, and he's interrupted by a ping of an instant message. And it's the motherfucking wolf telling him to be careful what he wishes for. I've been like, which wish? We gotta be specific here because I, I want a lot of things so we gotta really narrow this shit down. But he doesn't. He ends up accusing the Tom of being the messenger. But that nigga walks in and he's like, that ain't me. If it would have been me, I would have told you. And he presents the message this shit because he's like, it's probably Dodger because she gets off on this type of shit. I don't know. Probably would have worked. He would have just listened. We then see Dodger swimming laps. But that shit's cut short. First of all, who does this shit? They throw blocks of ice in the fucking pool at this bitch. 
does this seem like a good ass? These ain't no like like little ice cubes. Why These did you stay in ice. the water when the first one landed in there? When the first one landed in there, I would have, first of all, I would have been like, well, okay. I didn't know it was ice. I was trying to figure out what it was myself. So I'm pretty sure as soon as it hit the um, pool, it probably melted fairly quickly because usually pool water has to be, regulation-wise, pool water has to be at the lowest 87, at the highest 95. So it probably melted fairly quickly. But I would have got out the pool because you know you're by yourself and things are just falling. That could be the ceiling. That could be anything falling in that damn pool and you just going to stay in there. Okay. She did. And guess what? Her ass appeared, um, it looks like her ass got hit by one of them damn blocks of ice and she's sinking. But guess what? Only Captain save a hoe. So he just jumps in the fucking water, swims down and picks her ass up out of there. And you know how she thanks him? She spits pool water in his face and declares him to be her hero. Also, sis, why do you have a bikini on? This is a high school pool. And she's swimming, swimming for exercise. Most people I know that are actively swimming and doing laps, they wear one pieces. I know I do. I feel like especially at a private school like this, that where they yeah. have the uniforms. Yeah, that. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I might. I'm not gonna hold you. I, if I was practicing, I don't know. I just throw on swimsuits. I wouldn't be wearing nothing like crazy, crazy, like no string bikini. No, but a decent two piece, probably yes. But yeah like this is a preparatory academy like where's your uniform swimsuit that just okay uniform was always lacking at this school like at most high schools because they was always skirting that motherfucking line and i'm like what the fuck but they end up you know calling around and shit and they're like oh we know you're the wolf and she's like no that wasn't me i was studying with for ap kim with regina and so we just ended up playing hot potato and Owen ends up going to visit Graham who's in a study group and he just walk, bust the fuck in not giving a fuck of what about what he's doing he's like oh really you thought that shit was funny and he's like I had to do what I had to do but they talking about two different things maybe they should have called audible and listened because he tells him about trying to pretend to be a serial killer and he's like no nah, man I just fired a noise complaint on your ass because all types of shit going from your room and we like he ain't been in his room the fuck's happening up there and we end up cutting to the third floor of the boys dorm and we see tom and owen's dorm room is fucked up all the way fucked up i just specifically tom's side right i just first of all first of all first of all time out because i ain't bringing this up earlier them dorms was trash them dorms that bed i'm surprised it didn't break as soon as you sat on it like that they had a I pay this much to go to a preparatory academy and this is what the bears look like? I think not. Absolutely, no, absolutely not. Also, um, Tom, honey, you were just with Owen. You guys left the room together to go throw ice chunks at Dodger. He left you for maybe 20, 30 minutes to go talk to Brent. When did he trash the room? Let's let's ask questions here. Let's let let's be smart here, because huh? that's not his that's not his strong point. You can clearly tell that he wasn't excelling in academics. His daddy a senator. 
All he got to do is go to class. That's it. This is true. I, I was just kerfluffled. He was sitting there like, oh, you did this to my room? Why isn't your side fucked up? Nigga, you should be asking these questions to somebody other than me. Weren't we just here together? Weren't we just talking about these IMs together in the room was fine? We left hand in hand. la di da di da Why the fuck you in my face? Oh, that Texas impulse always got to point to the first person they see. Oh, you know, he's from, he makes, they make it a point that he's from Texas. You got a point. Big ass flag in the room. <laughs> it, flag on the play, but fuck it. We're like, what the fuck happens? And guess what? There's an IM for them. And also on the little laptop, there's a blood covered piece of jewelry just sitting there, kind of disgusting. And, and then like, he licked it. I was like, what? The-? Okay. Yeah, because the wolf claims to have eaten their friend. They're talking about Randall, because that's what the little piercing is supposed to be. Randall's piercing. And um, Tom, dumbass, licks it. He's like, oh, she has a recipe for fake blood. and But normally it's sweeter than this. What What the fuck? Why would you lick this? And now it's you're like, like nothing normally- would make me lick that. Like, I don't care if I didn't know it was fake corn syrup, like what they use in Carrie, Billy Loomis. Like, no. Ketchup, wanna... just like my mom puts on her spaghetti, baby. <laughs> We're going scary movie. <laughs> like, I'm not finna lick shit, okay? That's just not who I am. But it is who they are. And they end up calling Regina, trying to call out in her shit. But she's like, uh, it wasn't me because I was on the AP bio field trip all afternoon. Now, here's the fun part. She just said AP bio. Exactly. And old, old girl said that they were studying together for AP Kim. Now, I'm not... I'm not no scientist or nothing, but I think biology and chemistry are two different things. Right. Two different subjects. So always like, hold up. Let me go check this bitch. See, at this point, if I was trying to pick a kill, who would be the killer or the wolf? I thought I thought it was Tom because he was doing the most. He was just pointing fingers at almost everyone. And that, that really is what helps. Because I mean, honestly, you got to have, if you're going to have a good life, you got to have a motherfucker like me that you ain't got to tell shit. You just know that I'm going to play my role effectively. Like, if you put me in a situation, I'm going to act exactly how you know I'm going to act. So you don't have to tell me. Just throw me in there like they did somebody else. And I'm going to keep it pushing. Nope. You ain't got to worry about it. Might want to kill me off first, though, because I am going to ask questions. Um, And then you need the other motherfucker who does way too much. That's Tom. I didn't think it was Tom. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was Tom. I didn't either. think it was Tom. I, I figured like, out who it was immediately. I said, yeah, I figured out who it was. <laughs> I knew. I was like, it's you. <laughs> it's and, you. Then, and then it confirmed my suspicions when old girl was like, the mo- the um the right choice is the most obvious choice. And I was like, oh, well, thank you for answering because me. Because I went to the West Craven school of figuring shit out. I was like, yeah. She- <laughs> Listen, I had a fucked up childhood. I know horror movies when I see it, and I know who the killer is. I don't have to watch this long. It's you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but Owen ain't this. Owen ain't been watching school. Or Owen has not been to the school of horror like all three of us have. He doesn't get it. So he goes to confront Dodger, who breathily tells him, not here. And then proceeds to go down to the library to tell him that she was in town visiting visiting the fam because she ain't appear she ain't who she appears to be y'all 
She's Dear a Dodgers, freaking townie. Dis- dishonor. Sp- dishonor on you, your family, your cow. Your cow. <laughs> dishonor on Damn all you motherfuckers. She's here on scholarship. Her mom is a sixth grade English teacher and she didn't even go tell him what her dad does, okay? And I don't know why she didn't, but fuck it. I don't even... I'm gonna come back to that at the very end. I'm gonna leave that one, even though I was like, they ain't no way in fuck." But a janitor—that's also- worse than a sixth grade teacher. <laughs> <laughs> At and least sixth we- grade teacher can give you grades. She, he don't love herself. <laughs> he, he does he love herself. I guess. I mean, he works at a prestigious school, so he does love them because he got her ass in. I'll clean extra rooms. Because <laughs> you know it'd be working out like that long. Like, you know, if you work at a university, no matter what the fuck you do, your kid can go to that university mm-hmm. for, half, for half price. Yeah. So it makes complete sense that they send his ass to go work at that print. We're telling who it is. It's the janitor, by the way. It's the groundskeeper. Um, it makes complete sense that they send his ass to work at that damn school so they can get their daughter the best education. Because now... She can go on scholarship and be just like everybody else. Scholarship. I can't. Be- I can't believe the audacity of this bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> she like said it like, me? like it was a big to do. Like he moves like people gave a fuck about that. Yes. If I'm a townie, I'm trash. Oh god damn, <laughs> bitch. Really, you trash. Fuck it. You know what? Owen's like you since she's telling me deep dark secrets I have to tell her something so guess what at my last school I took the blame it wasn't it wasn't me I didn't really do it old girl was packing she had some drugs and shit but because her dad was the dean and she was freaking out about his position his position y'all I also want to say I applaud her for this shit because I mean if you're gonna get somebody to take the fall might as well be that nigga who's dumb as fuck and he just took the blame with no fucking problem Huh? Are you stupid? Are you dumb? He's a high schooler. I would have sold her ass down the river in a picnic basket. Oh. <laughs> Not Prince of Egypt? I swear to God I would have. That baby would have been down down the river. Bye. That, that was them. Baby gone now, down there. I wouldn't be singing no river song either. Bye. <laughs> hey, yo, that river song hits, okay? It, it does. And I th- I don't know if it was this part or another one. I kind of didn't write it down on this one. But she does tell him that he don't have no goddamn tail like everybody else. But he got a weakness. Y'all, this is the weakness. I need to insert this right the fuck here. If you can't tell about Owen, his weakness is women. He needs to be the fucking hero. He is the epitome of white knight syndrome. That's him, right the yep. fuck there. He got to be the white knight. He got to come in on his little horse to save a bitch. We don't need saving. We just need your dumb ass to think we do. It's fucking terrible. That's just fucking terrible. But anyways, get off of this shit. Right before the pair can kiss, a book is knocked over and we see a motherfucker in a ski mask running past the ass in the shadows. We're like, what? Did we just see them? And the pair try to track the figure down in not the best of ways. And they're like, when the light cuts off, we're going to rush him. But when the light comes back, we see the librarian. And she's like, if y'all want to be unbothered, 
gone ahead to German philosophy. Took me the fuck out. All right. Try German philosophy. I mean, no one will bother you there. I'm like, oh, you freaky. Oh, you know, oh, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh the spots. librarian got a busted open in German philosophy. Okay. Okay, girl. I see you. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, don't. I don't blame you for it, I guess. Um, we head outside, and Dodger tells him the most obvious choice is probably the right one. We know, bitch. We all know. And the pair part ways for the night after a $20 bet about what the fuck Roger is doing. Um, and we get a couple quick cut scenes. Literally, this shit happens. Cut, 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 cut. We get a search for the backpack in the library. It ain't fucking there. Ain't nobody turned it in. Then we cut. Oh, it's time to call Jenny to find out about Randall, but Randall never made it to Jenny's. And she thinks something could be wrong because he shouldn't stand her up like that for no other reason. And her sorority thinks he's a ghost. Um, then after another quick cut, we see that the two are, he's chatting with Mercedes because he's looking for Dodger. But she said that um, she went to the staff building. She's probably talking to Mr. Walker about her assignment. And then another cut. And we see Mr. Walker and Dodger kissing behind the glass. Mwah. I wanted dead or alive. Cut back to the room, and Tom hands Owen Owen his backpack and tells him, um, well, first of all, he hands him his backpack. He's like, here you go. The librarian found it. But Owen is very upset. His heart has been broken. He is not okay. And he a lies- million tears in the ocean. Let's go back. Back to the beginning. Not the Bon Jovi. Oh, Hillary my God. <laughs> not that song. Oh shit. But he all he all upset. He's all in tears and just he's fucking through with it, okay? He ain't going to the motherfucking dance. He don't want nothing. He just gotta work on this assignment. But y'all, let me just point out, he was stressing about the assignment. He didn't even turn shit in. He just told him that he emailed it to the whole class, which means you admit it to a crime for no fucking reason because your heart is broken. Because that is a crime, old buddy. Um but I thought it. he was. I thought he was saying he did actually like email his assignment, but there was also a little sprinkle of something else in there. But I don't think maybe that wasn't it. Maybe that wasn't it. Never mind. He says that he emailed. He was like, "Where's your assignment?" He was like, "I emailed it to the entire class." He was talking about the goddamn the wolf. No, boy. I get it now. But at first, I thought he was planting his blackmail. That's what I thought. I was like, "Oh damn, look at you!" No, when he. Wasn't even that smart, not even the slightest. Because guess what? Somebody was smarter than his ass. Because when Bon Jovi, that Brittany just found out was Bon Jovi, tells him, everybody, get some paper and a pen, time for pop quiz. He goes in his backpack and guess what the fuck falls out? Hunting knife. Oh shit. That was cool. Was like, yeah, that knife brass was cool looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like that. I mean, that, that is supposed to be brass knuckles. Get a get a get a bash and then a stab. And okay, like, I'm like, I like this. <laughs> Which you should have known that's not your typical slash. This is somebody with money, okay? Because that's not a cheap knife. Not not in the not in the slightest. And what what kind of hunting knife has brass knuckles? This, this ain't it. That ain't no hunting knife. Just want to throw that out there. Um, but fuck it. We got a little standoff between him and Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi wins, gets the knife from him, and then we cut. And we're on the way to the headmaster's office where Owen tries to plead his case. He's like, that wasn't me. It was planted on me. My room was was thrashed. He's like, fuck it. Did you turn this shit in? Did you tell anybody? I don't really give a fuck. You finna get the fuck out of this school. 
And he's like, I'm switching to good old blackmail right the fuck now. I'm going to tell everybody, what? About you and Dodger. That's my student. The student you fucking. And if I tell it, and it doesn't matter if people believe me, if the rumor gets out, you're gone. They're going to find a reason to get rid of you. And I'm like, damn. But it does a trick uh, because he warns him. Um, He just does warn him that, you know, he thinks that he's smarter than he is because he does. But he's like, you know what? I like you. So we're just going to let it go. And I'm like, you're you're fucking stupid. Bon Jovi is actually really good in this movie. I'm like, I got to give him credit for that. Yeah. Like, even though they, he's obviously set up as a red herring, hardcore, he's actually pretty good in this. Yeah. I didn't even think he was a red herring. I just thought he was a Karen teacher. No, Karen I teacher, thought, Karen um, teacher gives a sausage to his students. I, I mean, didn't think like, it was him. I never for once thought it was him, but I figured there might be more to it. And I was technically right, but I never thought he was the wolf. Okay, so let's just be honest. I thought the first time I watched this movie, because I had to watch it three times, I missed the part because of the damn fast ass cuts where he saw a girl and him kissing. So I really thought he was a caring ass teacher. I was like, why are you blackmailing him with these lies? And then when I watched it the second time, I was like, and, well, and then got to the ending. I was like, oh, it was true. Because at first, I really did think he was a caring teacher. And that's why my statement is just like that. Because I did not see, didn't see it all. Then K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Um, and now we cut to the teens at lunch. And Owen's eating on his lonesome so sad then we cut to the party and dodger catches up with him outside and she's like i'll let you go over the tree and through the woods later but he's like fuck you i'm done with you i'm done with the friend group i don't do pda and i don't owe you shit i'm like god damn you really and you're feeling sweetie aren't you also sis was just as real riding hood like oh i thought it was a devil that's why she's real riding hood that's why she said through the forest and over the hill but I do love that this was um, Halloween setting too. That this movie is low key a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though this was like the Halloween dance, but we find out later all right. that other stuff. I mean, you can have Halloween parties from September. I say like at least September, like 15, 16. Oh, hell yeah. If yeah. Christmas bitches can have freaking a whole November to be Christmas, then okay. why not us get September? Honestly. Aside from a few a few birthdays, September is spooky season to me. Um, so listen, what the fuck happens? Owen tries to go to work after his little meltdown, and we're like, "What happened?" And we see the wolf's reflection, and we get a little chase scene. I'm like, "Fuck, you tried to do so fucking much." Like it pissed me off when he opened the door and hid behind the fucking the metal shit. After and you know, he finds the two lesbians in the closet, which you right, the lesbians. that was Good. a. That, I was on it on the nose get it, though, in the because closet. they were in the closet. Right. I was like, damn. The other and then one of them was just like, what the hell are you looking at? And the other one's just like, hey, want to join? <laughs> but you know where he goes? Back to the little friend group. He said he wasn't gonna have shit to do with. Huh? Why you going to them, huh, buddy? I, I do have to can- say, I thought it was a smart idea during the chase scene. Because I do like this chase scene. I thought it was I did good. too. 
but I thought it was a good idea when the wolf is outside and Owen comes to the door and they're like pulling against the door, but Owen decides to let it go so the wolf can fly back that way he can close the door. I'm like, okay, that's smart. That's actually smart. That was smart. Also, before you get to this Halloween party, this knockoff outcast bombs over bad dad song. I was like, oh, this is my cut. And then I started listening. I was like, oh, this is not bombs over Baghdad. But it sounds like, yeah, I was pissed. <laughs> I did like that. There was a lot of people dressed as the wolf in it too for a lot of psych outs for Owen. Yeah, because in horror, for some reason in horror, because we don't take shit serious. <laughs> Scream 2, everybody was dressed as Ghostface. Most actually the first one as well. Um, oh, actually all through Scream, people do this. Oh, we considering? Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to say anything about Scream 6. Sorry, I won't say anything. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> like, just the fact that it takes place on Halloween at one point. Yeah, like... So I was hoping that there's going to be some big scene with a lot of ghost faces. We'll see. Oh, I'm trying to anyway. think. It's, it's uh, Halloween. Poor Ben Tramer. Um, I know, poor Ben Tramer. All he wanted to do was go to the dance with Lori. And even then, yeah. she was going to turn him down. Like, Halloween fucked him can, over that year. But can you imagine if he would have pulled up on her in that outfit, she would have freaked the hell out. I know we're not talking about Lori, but I just, I just thought about that. Like she would have, I mean, that's as as if she would have like that whole thing wouldn't have happened. Right. Yeah. I mean, she wouldn't have even gone to the dance anyway, because she would have been too traumatized. She would have been locked up in her room. Mm. Annie Hooser. Was oh yeah he's at the dance he finally made it to the dance and he's with the friend group that he said he wasn't fucking with anymore and they inform him that a randall is back because the car is outside b it was probably tom that chased him and he's like oh yeah it is probably was tom because he chased my ass in the party like he said that he was gonna do and then we cut away from the party because he's going to upsettedly take Tom's car and drive the fuck off. And he's like, good luck finding your car, you little spoiled ass bitch. This ain't your car. This is still Tom's car. You're trying to steal it and go. But guess what? He doesn't obey the rule of horror movies. He don't look in the back seat. And lo and behold, after his hand touched something a little, little wet, there's a motherfucker in the back. It's the wall. And we get another mini chase scene with car alarms included as he screams for help from the officer who um you know comes out guns a blazing but because they white he don't shoot the person and mercedes has enough time to tell them that um hey look it ain't what you think this is a fake knife it was just a joke do not shoot me must be nice must be nice because we would have got shot i just wish that mercedes would have gotten shot or at least somebody, somebody should have got shot in that scene, like just to raise the stakes a little bit. For a little princess type like Mercedes, she had some aggression going on playing the wolf. No, like, she, she was, really does. She, she was going to really lay did. into Owen. I appreciate it though. She had to prove a point. She had to show that the wolf could have been a, a woman. So she why really not did. go all the way? I appreciate it. That's dedication. That is Britney level dedication right there. 
but fuck it because guess what it's time to head to the headmaster's office why because um they almost got shot by the police playing a game on halloween eve Ooh, because we thought it was halloween but it wasn't it was the night before and mercedes comes out looking all sad-faced and shit I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why are you so upset? You were chasing somebody with a fake knife and um put them into a, a thing of terror. But you know, she didn't really get in trouble like that or we don't know what's going to happen because Owen gets put in the office. He's talking to the headmaster and she's like, um, hey, you've you been to get in trouble. But I'm going to take the weekend to decide. But while I'm taking the weekend to decide, y'all motherfuckers got to sit y'all asses down in this school you are not leaving for the weekend i'll tell you on fucking monday what the fuck is gonna happen but uh, while she's also having a serious conversation i appreciate the fact that the child just bust the fuck in with this silver shamrock ass <laughs> man trick-or-treat what the fuck i mean you're getting in trouble oh well, for real it's like bitch do you think i got candy on me like honey like what, what why are you actually 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 could be a candy dish on the desk yeah but she speci- he specifically went up to um owen yeah, yeah he, like oh, go he up did. to his he own did. mom yeah he did no uh, oh yeah just in case because i'm actually just saying headmaster to throw out the headmaster is headmistress but I, I don't like it when you change it i wanted to be headmaster for everybody um it's she a did say woman. she wanted to expel him, though, but Mr. Walker came to <laughs> him, pretty much stepped up and was all like, yeah, I'm going to stand up for him before she could finish. That's when the little kid comes in. Yeah, that is true. Because, um, listen, the whole time we're operating under the assumption that the headmaster is a white man. Why? Because that's typically what happened. But it's a, it's a Black woman. The Black woman is headmistress of this preparatory school. And I was happy. I was like, oh, five did something right. But I just, first of all, this is not Owen's fault. I don't understand why Owen is getting so much heat. Okay, like, I can see if y'all, and I think they did. I can see if y'all bringing, like, the whole email thing up in here. Okay, okay, fine. But it's not his fault that he was about to get, he thought he was in danger. So I don't understand why he getting in the They're basing it off his old record from his old school. It's like, yeah, that was his old school. He gets exactly. a new slate here. Exactly. Like, that's, don't do that. Because if that was the case, y'all shouldn't have accepted him in the first place if y'all was going to base it off his old records. Listen, they had to accept him because of who his daddy knew. They ain't got to keep his ass, which is all that shit showed was they was ready to get rid of him in the but first I'm, fucking place. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if y'all going to be so quick to bring that up, then y'all shouldn't have took him in the first place. Y'all wasting everybody time. Listen, whatever that connection was, they had to make them happy, say let his ass in. But they they ain't got to keep him. He can go whenever he fuck up. And unfortunately, this was kind of his fuck up, but we didn't find out the aftermath of this. We know he, never mind. I'll wait till later. So, we're all like, what the fuck is happening? We don't know. But it's time for a fucking nighttime meetup. This is also after he tells Mr. Walker, like, he's like, oh, the wolf signal was a strike on Halloween, but last, the dance wasn't Halloween. Tonight is Halloween. Right. And the wolf IM'd him before he yeah. left and he's like oh shit and he, the, the ra was like what is that and he was like something a joke or some shit punchline um i was like what the fuck but it's time for the meetup and guess what the group is all together except mercedes because um she wanted to stay was it mercedes or the other bitch i get them confused mercedes because she was busy doing her crocodile tears just because she got in trouble 
well, that bitch don't get in trouble for shit. So I was writing this mystery. I was like, did I write the right person? But I did. So they're all there playing it. And this is when it's time to pass hot potato. Everybody is telling on themselves. Like I would do. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Because if I did it, I wouldn't have nothing to talk to you about. I don't get no fuck. Of course, I put this damn knife in your bag, buddy. You trashed my room. Even though logic says that he couldn't have trashed his room. But like I said before, academics is probably not his strong point social capital is gotta call a spade a spade but while all this shit is happening guess what's happening so we got folks on the phone we don't really know why but mercedes and her boyfriend are talking and they're trying to say that these are the next phone sex is sending dirty pictures i don't understand the logic of this at all but he's like what the fuck are you wearing because you're finna take a shower nothing less than nothing all right sending nudes is not the next dirty talking that's a whole different ball game and her new game would have been terrible but this is also a teenager so gotta let this go and she's like i'm sending me a picture she sends a picture it's motherfucker in the back he is upset he is running to save his person we're like oh no but that bitch dies and guess what happens y'all the game the same game they wrote that tale is what the fuck happens. What the fuck is that game that um called where you play where you're at a dinner and you get like read out a title card and somebody dies in the drawing murder mystery? Room? Yeah, that's exactly what the fuck happens. Because every time it goes, it's murder mystery time. Old girl dies in front of the mirror. Buddy dies in upstairs. I'm like, what the fuck? This is exactly how it happens. And tick, 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 just like everything. We even find Randall in the confession, in the confessional, covered this, in blood. This is all after, you know, Dodger pretty much tries to shade Owen and then he shades her yeah. back about uh, getting it on with Mr. Walker. And she's right. like, oh, did, you, did you see me push him away? I was because going to end it because I liked you. Mercedes was already like, okay, no, this is probably Owen doing all of this because why you got us all up in here exposing ourselves like this? And then he got the nerve, like you said, Coco, to expose Dodger. But I'm just like, girl, so you were still with the teacher. Do you know? Okay, never mind. You don't think it was Regina's shade. Okay. Regina's right. shade after she leaves. She's like, and Tom's like, I don't believe it. And Regina's like, I do. Right, okay. <laughs> And as all this chaos is ensuing, you would be like, why don't they call for help? They did. Owen does call for help, but guess what campus police tell him? They tied all the bullshit. So if something's really happening, give the RA the phone or some member of staff and we will take your ass seriously. I didn't think that's how emergencies worked. I didn't think you could go find the nearest adult. Maybe it is. Right. But, but they, also they were... call the police. Why was that not your first inkling to call the police i i don't i don't know i guess that was his version of police um maybe he got routed when he called 911 because i know if we call it on school it goes to campus 911 oh no that's crazy i mean it's kind of like with uh scream 2 when cc's getting her ass and all that and they're like oh call campus security probably because it's more immediate i don't know Oh Probably. no! I just would have. It would have been nine one one for me because I don't even know campus security's number. Oh no, but. campus campus police are real police. They really can take your ass to jail, give you tickets that stick. Well, then I feel like you said earlier they can't just 
shut you down because you're crying wolf this is real yeah I, I don't think that that's um the dispatcher's call to be like go get us an adult that that's bullshit but fuck it that's how we end up going down lewis lewis ends up dying in the fucking stairway just like we predicted but i just you were there okay go ahead go ahead i'll say this later <laughs> i and did like, like the uh i did like the mercedes shower scene but again they shouldn't have showed this when they were like picking the victims. It would have kind of made it more surprising, you know? Yeah, that. thank you. Okay, and that's what I don't like because we've seen all of this. So we know all of this is going to happen to these people. Like I would have rather like if that whole scene where they were talking about the deaths, we didn't see anything. We just see their faces as they're sitting on the quad talking about all of this instead of getting jump cuts to it actually happening. So that's why it pissed me off. Cause I'm like, Owen, you were right there when they concocted all of this. You don't remember this. You remember everything else that people be saying, but nothing about this was like, oh, this seems too familiar. Are y'all fucking with me? Like. Really, Owen, you got selective smartness. Okay. Yep. Because for some reason, instead of running to the police, he see that Bon Jovi's car is in the parking lot. He's like, you know what? I'm going to run there. Why the fuck wouldn't you run to go get help? You literally just saw someone die. You think dies on the top of the fucking stairs. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to go run to this teacher's office while the phone rings with a bitch I didn't even talk to or like a few minutes ago. Owen Just got his cardio in this whole sequence. He is running from oh, across hey, campus, up ran. the stairs, down the stairs, building, like, all across campus. That got one shot of him, like, it's, like, just his shadow just going. He was knees to chest, bitch. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, he goes up to the top of the stairs after Lewis is attacked, and he hears a scream, and he books it down the stairs, books it to another building. Like, he was Poor fucking child. gone. But Random I don't know like how. the rent is due. Okay. Really was. And guess what? Basically like a Spike Lee production. That's exactly what that looked like when the motherfuckers be running on the damn treadmills with the camera. That's only. Um, Dodger calls him and she's crying and she's upset, but she tells him, you know, there's a gun in the desk. My question, bitch, how would you know this? But don't worry, because all of a sudden she's getting attacked while he's on the phone. Damn. And he even looks down out the window because she tells him, I see you. Woo-hoo. And they look, and he watches her death. What, what he thinks is her death, and her little legs just just sitting there, just sitting. And guess what? It's time for a stand off because Bon Jovi walks in, and the math ain't mathing to Mister Smartass. Owen's like, I don't get it. I don't understand what the fuck's happening. I know what the fuck you were doing. He didn't. We end up having a whole little scuffle. The gun goes off, and we get the flashback to the scene we saw in the beginning where Owen got shot in the chest because he is the star-crossed lover. But that's incorrect. It's not Owen. It's Bon Jovi. And in comes the friend group. And we're like, bitch, ain't you dead? Ain't you also dead? Why the fuck y'all running in here like this? Hicks, you're alive? And then we get the, the blood clarion scream that always happens when somebody finds a dead body. Enter the police. So I do like Dodger's little mini chase scene because it looks really creepy when you see the wolf creeping up on her. But I wish it would at least been a little bit longer. Like, obviously, she doesn't have too far to go, but 
at least give us a make it a little bit longer somehow we find out that it was all a joke why they were upset because these little shits were upset that they had to stay at the school for the weekend so they were gonna play a prank but it's all like hot potato in this bitch because they're like why didn't you come out why didn't you let them this them know why didn't this all happen blah 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 it doesn't fucking matter the teacher's fucking dead and guess what comes out of all this the groundskeeper is old girl daddy we've already talked about it but now we found out that that's dodger daddy because he tried to hand her a jacket and she's like no daddy i'm like bitch we already knew because every time we saw you we saw him every time he was right there watching over his little girl and we find out i did like that not everyone was entirely in the know about it like some people were still taken by surprise when it happened to them like mercedes Mercedes she got attacked mercedes and and lewis didn't know yeah, and then Regina didn't know. None of them knew the extent of the lie, though, which was it perfect. Was, it was me. mostly the dudes that knew. None of the females knew. Yeah. I don't think. Lewis didn't know until um he went to go save Mercedes. Oh yeah, that's right. Because he grabbed him and then he just slapped him with blood, and then that's when he figured out it was a lie. Because he was like, "Why did you let him do that?" Yeah. Bitch, I didn't know. But into the police station where. Guess what? His daddy is finally there. Like mine never was. Um, He's like, don't you worry, son. They're going to let you off with self-defense. Mind you, I don't understand why he's getting left off with self-defense, but he's mentioning probation in the same sentence. You should have been let go. But I'm not going not gonna to hold on this because it turns out Bon Jovi was the killer all along. He killed old girl. That's what they believe because of the gun. The gun shot him, shot her. And that's what he shot him with. And that was his own gun because he found it in his desk. And so all the cards are aligning. He's really getting off scot-free. Don't even fucking worry about it. But hey, all the pictures of him and the girl together. Mm-hmm. Him and Becky. We got her with her little um, one-on-one nude before news became a thing and it became an Olympic sport. Um, everything. But while all this shit's going down, Owen got a visitor from one of his friends and his dad's like, go on, head the fuck out because, you know, he don't really want to be around him anyways. And it's good old Dodger. And turns out we get the Saul level music while this shit happens too. I thought that too. You can mentally hear it in your head watching this play out. You're like... As it turns out that this was all because of a broken ass heart. She wouldn't have played the game if she had known that Bon Jovi was fucking Becky. And she didn't she didn't do well with that. And Owen Owen pieces it all together. Owen pieces together that the reason that Bon Jovi had to get shot through the chest. Shot through the heart and you're too late. Was because he pissed off Dodger pretty much. This is this is all her elaborate scheme. That's why she came up with the game. That's why she made it seem like she wasn't there to send the IMs. That's why she manipulated everybody. And at Not the end of the day, day, at the end of the day, who the fuck is gonna believe him? She says as her tears dry up, which I thought was a great ad added little touch because when she first started talking to him, she was just all tears. But as he kept going and she kept trying to act like she was dumb, but it it really looked like she wasn't dumb because she wasn't crying no more. I was like, this is perfect. No, I do. I, this scene 
even so good. I said I already I was like bitch, I already knew it was you but um their acting it's solely in their acting because the dead look in Owen's eyes when he's putting it all together it really looks like he's putting it all together and right you have right that before one. the mm-hmm. you have right that for the credits cut mm-hmm. with Dodger that's just like no through that whole scene like his whole face the entire time that he's like telling her like just recalling everything in his head Mm -hmm. you really see in his eyes that it seems like he's for real legit working it out and then Dodger her acting the moment where she just straightens up even if you did report it who's gonna believe you like that entire switch Uh. up I was like, oh. Junior Amy Dunn right there. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, okay, sis. I love you, amazing Amy. Had to get that out. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, when I saw this in the theater and, you know, the the initial twist with it all being a prank, I'm like, okay, that's cool. But, you know, I'm not shocked by any means, but I'm just like, eh, it's cool enough. Mm -hmm. But then when they throw this one in there, my jaw was on the freaking floor. Because, you know, I was... 14 at the time when I saw this right so I was like floored and And that's why I said that I was like I wish I would have seen this younger after like because at this point we didn't see majority of what we can see and so when we watch older movies it's like you can piece things together and you can figure things out so I wish that I had have seen this younger because I feel like I would have a totally different reaction and relationship with this movie and I still think it's a genuine, generally good twist on top of a twist. Because, you know, again, a lot of it does have to do with the acting too. But it's like, it, I, I'm not even kidding when I say it. it's one of my favorite twists in horror. Mm. So I think it just adds another, you know, because if it would just ended with the fact that it was all prank and all that, it would have been like, eh. Right. But then they throw this last wrench in and it's like, holy shit. Okay, you upped your game. I see your point, but I just knew it was Dodger's ass. I knew from, I knew from when they went to the chapel and she dropped that whole line about manipulate your friends, lie, 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 eliminate your enemies. I was like, girl. And then I could just throw this in here now. Um, the poster, when I was pulling stuff to get ready for this, I hadn't seen the movie yet. And she's just in the middle she stands out from everybody. I'm like, you're either the love interest or you did this. <laughs> it's one or the other. I know. Like, I just know. And just watching the movie, it was just, it was, it was too many instances where they just made her, I feel like they wanted her character to be mysterious and da 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 But it was just like, no, like, I can see right through you. Like, I know it's you. What really would have got me is if it was really Mercedes because she was like, I want killers to be women. If it was her, then I would have been like, oh, damn, because I thought it was Dodger's suspicious ass all this time, but it was really Mercedes' dumbass. And especially because she plays the dumbass. Like, I a thousand percent knew it was her when, oh, when Mercedes was saying, I, I want the killer to be a woman. I knew it wasn't Mercedes. That'd be too simple. And I was like, it's Dodger. Because the way Dodger is sitting here talking about manipulate, like you were saying, talking about manipulating her friends and getting away with fucking lying. I'm like, you saying it's a little too, too, too strongly, too much complication. Yeah, even when they're at the um, lunch table and she's like, you guys are playing checkers while I'm playing chess and then dramatically walks away. I'm like. 
And okay. I mean, <laughs> she even she even told him about his weakness. Like every time she dropped something, I was like, "Yes, you." I'm like, every yeah. time. Yeah, I'm like, you know, like it just like I don't know. It was so obvious, and like I said, went to the West Craven School, figuring shit out. I'm like, it's you, girl. Like it's you. <laughs> it's cute but if it was mercedes my mouth really would have been on the floor because i'm like this whole time they set mercedes up to be a dummy we already seen her try to get at owen so at that point it really would have been out your head you wouldn't have been thinking about her anymore because she already got caught once but i would have loved if it was mercedes versus dodger because then that would have made me feel like a dumbass thinking it was her this whole time yeah, I guess it would make sense, too, because she seems more like the type that would be, like, fucking a teacher than Dodger. It, that, too. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Dodger, the whole I'm a townie and da 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 Like, yeah. And then also on top of this with this movie, and sometimes I don't mind. Sometimes I completely don't mind. So I'm not. This isn't a big judgment. This movie... If one thing went wrong, this whole thing just crumbles. Because if anybody is out of line or if something just does not go as planned, how do we know that this is going to go the way that it went? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's like a small thing. Because it's a lot of movies. You can say that about a lot of horror movies. So that's not a big deal for me. But I'm just saying. But I also feel like I would have liked this. I would have believed this more if they were college kids versus high schoolers. Cause I was thinking that they was in college anyway, just with uniforms. But um, I do want to say too that I think, you know, people like poo-poo on PG 13 slashers, which you know, that's understandable. But this one, it works because of the twists and the general like plot of it all you know because mm. it's not your typical slasher like you see blood at least we see a lot more blood than we would in most slashers like you know the prominent remake where there's barely any blood mm-hmm. so i think because of the movie that it is the pg-13 rating works in its favor i do wish that um i did wish that we would have like i just i just wanted more people to die we only get two deaths in this movie. That's Becky. Like I said, that's that's why. Yeah, that's why. That's why I said they should, they should have at least incorporated Tom and Regina into the mix. Yeah. So I it's just, like the whole friend group. Mm-hmm. I just wanted a little bit more stakes because when I found out that all of them was alive, at least like I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like somebody else needed to die in this. I mean, no one died in, in April Fool's Day. Yeah, but also I don't want to just in case somebody ain't seen it. But yeah, however, I don't know what's different about April's Fool, April Fool's Day that's different from this one. I don't know. April Fool's Day just does this whole thing better. To me. I like this better than April Fool's Day. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> fine. Like I don't know what it is about April's April Fool's Day. It's just done a bit better, in my opinion. I like things in this movie, but like I said, I think I just saw it too late. Had I seen this earlier, like when I was a teenager and I wasn't able to put two and two together yet and I'm just watching stuff and I'm like, oh my God. Like, I know I would have a different reaction to this movie because when I was watching it, I was like, damn, this will probably hit different for me had I seen this sooner, but 
That's really all it is. Ratings. Yo, this motherfucking movie got 5.0 out of 10 on IMDb, 23% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 75% of Google users like this movie. Brittany would have to say, because I normally don't give my rating first, like, what is that called? I don't volunteer my rating first, but I'm going to give it on this one, which is probably a bad thing. This ticket, these tickets display how half-assed this movie was to me. The marketing was great, but I seen that damn twist coming a mile away. The twist within a twist didn't do shit because I was like, it was that bitch all along. You can't tell me differently. And when the end came, I was like, I like the way it was executed, but I already knew it. And then it just kind of defeated the purpose because like everything in the movie just kind of cemented that it was her. So this film gets 50 tickets. I thought this was kind of a pretty fun slasher, well, pseudo slasher. Um, I s- still have, I think that, yeah, like we used to discuss before, it should have included a little more, you know, quote unquote deaths, um, maybe a little more character development from like some of our more supporting characters. Um, but I think generally it was well acted, especially from Lindy Booth and Julian Boris, particularly mm-hmm. in that last scene. I like that it kind of had a double twist on it. The final one still, like I said, I love it. Um, mm-hmm. Whether even if it may come off as predictable it's now to like, you know, right. more knowledgeable horror fans. Right. But I still think in context of the story, it was solid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the look of the wolf was really cool because it was so simple. Um and then the fact that it it is a pretty breezy movie, you know, yeah. it goes really fast. It, yeah. So I do think it w- also would have fared better had it been released in early 2000s or late 90s, kind of another one to piggyback off screen. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I really enjoyed this. I give it 80 tickets. For me, I limboed. I'm not going to hold you. I really limboed because as I've expressed all of my points, I definitely saw it. I don't have to really reiterate too much, but there were moments that I liked in this movie. As Coco said, I did like the acting between Julian and Lindy Booth, especially at the end when the realization is all coming together. Um, The way that they use I am, obviously we knew that it was going to date itself and that's fine but it's still like a bit of nostalgia because it's like I knew what that was like so um with that being said I am going to give cry underscore wolf 60 tickets all right y'all I just want to start off by saying I'm sorry that I couldn't be live recording with you this week life happens shit happens and it's my traveling season um yeah so there we go (laughs) um I'm also kind of sad because I didn't get to uh gush over Jared Padalecki live like how y'all know that I normally do because that's my boo okay and he had a PT Cruiser in this movie I had a PT Cruiser that was my first car sadly it wasn't a drop top but we moved um cry wolf this is my first time seeing this movie and I just want to say that I hated it okay what 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 the fuck was this shit um i knew off bat that dodger was a sketchy ass bitch and 
she's a sketchy ass bitch okay it was painfully obvious from the beginning of the movie that something was going on with her and it made me mad that she set my nigga owen up like this over some dick you almost got your friend shot by the police over some dick like bitch he was a pedophile and you killed a girl that he was taking advantage of because you was jealous that makes no sense i just this movie was dumb um I was a little bit shocked, though, that the teacher actually was a murderer. Like, I was just like, ooh, he he was really a murderer. Um, I'm glad that Owen got off. I really didn't think that he should have been arrested because, again, he was tricked. And like I said, the teacher was a pedophile anyway. Um, I just... This movie got on my nerves. This movie got on my nerves. I am, like, really upset right now because I had to watch this shit. Um... And the fact that Dodger was guilty over some dick. Like, I I just can't, I just can't get over that. And I'm just going to keep saying it. You set all this up over some pedophilic dick. I just, I, I have no words. I, I, I have, I, I have no words. Um. One funny part, though, that I did like, I did like the fact that the old lady suggested that they go and uh, canoodle over in the German philosophy because don't nobody be over there. That was funny. Um, but I also thought that the friends weren't shit, even though I know it was fake. But they weren't shit because how do you not care that Randall been missing for days? Like, that makes no sense. Um, but whatever. So I give this movie a 50. Um, I just... I can't give it no higher than a 50. And that's all I got to say about this movie. And I'll see y'all boys next week. Well, without further ado, let's go right ahead and head to the souvenir shop. And Brittany, when I say my souvenir, I don't want to hear it. You just better accept it, okay? Damn, don't do okay. me like that. No, because I know you. I know you. Okay, I'm listening. I'm ready. Thanks for writing. Before you go, take a detour into the souvenir shop i want that hunting knife with the brass knuckles <laughs> i'm sorry that is cold that's cold okay or at least like i don't know like that's not cold it, it's badass like make it make it plastic or something like you know how we no. used to have the lightsabers when we were little Ashley, if you're gonna if you're gonna commit to doing this type of a souvenir, don't be talking about making plastic. You want that bitch stainless steel. Just admit it, titanium, some type of metal that's gonna be real durable. And I'm it's just okay. not. I'm just not inflicting violence in the park, even though this is a horror movie podcast and we get very violent. I'm just saying. Um, Listen, yeah, no, it could I be really for protection. Like I really like that, or because I love a good camo jacket. I love a good camo jacket, okay? We can use that too. We can definitely put that up in the shop. For me, for the gift shop, I want a board game based on Crywolf. You know, kind of similar like to the game we all know, like Mafia, but make it more in theme with Crywolf to where someone is the wolf killer and like, you know, the players will be someone of the types, like, you know, the mm-hmm. um, Mercedes character the Tom character, Dodger, whatever. That's pretty and cool. Then you, 
Yeah, so then it's like, you know, kind of going around picking, like, who is the wolf? You know, and it could be one of the same people. Obviously, it could be some of the same people play, so. No, that's pretty cool. I like that. I never even thought to. Yeah, actually, that does work. So I guess the shepherd would be like the Monopoly banker. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. 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 Oh, I don't even like Monopoly. I don't know why I brought that game up, but. Monopoly, Monopoly Junior. Monopoly Junior is my favorite because I was in an, uh, in an amusement park. Oh. <laughs> no, me and Monopoly, that's the, that's okay. See, look, I know what I said in the beginning about tapping out of games, but see, I don't tap out of Monopoly because I never play. <laughs> Anytime people be like, let's play Monopoly, I'll be like, all right, well, I'm just going to go over here. <laughs> Damn. I, it's too long. It's too long. It's mm -mm. no. Not well. Guess what, survivors? Guess what my souvenir is? That you can't guess it. It's a game. I want to play a game, and this sounds really innocent, but it's fucking not. And we're gonna have, just like Cody says, the shepherd, the sheep, and the wolf. But to match the theme, if you get found out or you don't lie out and get the wolf out, you die. Various ways, doesn't fucking matter. But if you get voted off the island, you no longer go into existence. Um, obviously, we can't have anybody who supports the park play. Because we need to keep our survivors surviving. But it's welcome to the general public. And they can just come in and try their try their luck for a group of seven and see what the fuck happens. So, I hope you're good at gaslighting. Because if not, you're a goner. And whoever walks away with their life wins. Well, I think this is a decent little turnout. Y'all ready for prank announcements? Manny. That is officially the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Join us next time as we get into 2019's Ready or Not. I am super excited to get into this one. Coco, um, thank you again for stopping through the party. It's always a good time when you stop through because I love thank talking you, here with you. Oh, always. I love stopping by, talking with some of my favorite ladies in the world. Mm, so sweet. No. My top, my my top favorite ladies in the world, I should say. Thank you. That. Flattery gets you everywhere with me. Literally. Oh, you can't go wrong with flattery <laughs> to me. Survivors, let us know how you feel about the episode. You can catch us on any of our social medias at D180Podcast on IG, Twitter, or TikTok. And if you want some exclusives, you can just join us on Patreon. All right, y'all. Let's say peace out, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>